Hola, are you a Latina or woman of color new to marketing and need tips for landing that first job? Or maybe you are a new business owner looking to implement new marketing strategies for your business. Or just looking for personal development tips to advance in your career? I am Vanessa Parra, your host, hospitality and travel marketer, and now your marketing bestie. I will be spilling the tea on everything I know on how to land that marketing job. I will share behind the scenes of being a Latina in marketing and shedding light on barriers and struggles people of color face, especially when you're the only one in a corporate setting. I will also touch on manifestation tips that have helped me attract my dream career slash life. But most importantly, I will be spotlighting other influential Latinos and people of color marketers from our community. So grab your cafecito or drink of choice and let's listen in. Welcome to Influence with Cultura podcast. Welcome to another episode of Influence with Cultura. I am your host, Vanessa Parra. How are you today? I'm super excited that you're listening in. Today, I'm going to be discussing why you're not getting that social media marketing job Four things you need to know. This will be a series, so it's going to be, uh, this one specifically is going to be episode one of four, and the reason I'm breaking them up is because if not, it'd be a very, very long episode, and I don't want to do that to you. Plus, um, these are some tips that I strongly believe that you should know, and personally, I've seen a lot of newbies, young professionals, people starting in marketing, just struggling with because not because they're not capable. It's just no one's really teaching this in school. And unless you're a business owner, um, I personally haven't seen a lot of these tips. And yeah, so that's why today I just wanted to share it with you. Have you recently graduated from college with a marketing degree Or are you trying to start a new career in marketing, specifically in social media? Have you been ghosted during interviews or or don't even get any callbacks for an interview? Believe me, I completely understand how you feel. I went through that at the beginning of my marketing career. So again, I'm here to help you as much as I can. I've personally mentored many college students and business owners on best practices to improve their social media skills. And today, I hope these skills or these tips will help you as well. If you're listening, you are most likely a Gen Z or a millennial, and you live and breathe social media. So I'm not going to teach you how to use social media. I bet you might even be more creative than me and have better video editing skills. However, I am positive what you lack is experience in implementing all that you know for a business and landing that first social media job. Before I share my tips on how to become a social media manager, I'd like to reintroduce myself. I am Vanessa Parra, travel and hospitality marketer with 10 plus years of marketing, HR, and recruiting experience. If you haven't had a chance to check out episode two, called Who is Vanessa Parra, I highly suggest that you listen to it because then you'll get more familiar with my personal and professional background and you'll understand the purpose of this 
podcast. The number one thing that I've noticed that a lot of newbies or those new to marketing, especially specifically in social media, are that they lack the knowledge of basic business fundamentals when managing social media accounts for businesses. So like I mentioned, I know you're tech savvy, you're probably really good at using social media because you use it in your everyday life. That's not the issue. The issue is that a lot of you don't realize that for a business, the number one goal, well, maybe it's not the number one goal, but no, you know what? It is the number one goal. The whole purpose of having a business social media account is to drive sales, plain and simple. If businesses don't make money, then they're not in business. It's just a hobby. So yes, the purpose of social media strategies are to drive sales. However, again, every company goes through different seasons and they have different goals, which I'll go over some stuff that I believe you should know. But I just wanted to bring this to your attention that whatever job you get in marketing or in social media, at the end of the day, the whole point for you being there is because you're supposed to be an asset for that employer, for that company. You need to find ways to help them drive sales and uh, grow and meet those company expectations, uh, vision, mission. So it's very important that you understand that. And just because you can make content content go viral or, again, you maybe have a very unique way of showing creativity or certain things about your social media, which is awesome. Don't get me wrong. That's really important because that makes you stand out. Um, at the end of the day, you really need to understand and get familiar with common business goals or also known KPIs, which means uh, key performance indicators. And every business has different ones. And your employer or your manager will let you know what those are. One thing you should know is obviously know the company's goals. They have different goals for every season. So right now, right now, maybe one other goal is just brand awareness they're not really using their social media to drive sales. It's just another way for them to throw their product and services in another marketing channel, which that's a whole other episode, how the do's and don'ts of pretty much just posting content to just promote your products and services. Like that's not the purpose of social media. Yes, you want to pitch that sale to your customers. But at the end of the day, a lot of times, a lot of your followers aren't people that are going to purchase from you. Or if it's someone brand new that first sees your content, depending on the sales cycle, they're not going to purchase right away. So that's why it's very important to know the company goal. And one company might just care about brand awareness. Now, another goal could be driving traffic to websites. And that's where you need to be very strategic on the content that you're creating and constantly driving your audience to your website, To especially if you're like an e-commerce type of business or anything related to maybe like with me with the whole travel industry and hospitality industry. Um, 
when we wanted guests to book rooms, hotel rooms, obviously it would all be online. Or when I worked at that theme park, um, pretty much we were driving sales to sell memberships or day passes, and it was all done online. So that's why it's very important to know the goal of the company. Another goal might be just driving um, people to get on your emailing list. Because like I mentioned before, just because they follow or guests or followers or the audience follows a social media account doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to purchase that service or product right away. No, there's some, I mean, there's a few people that might, but honestly, the majority of people aren't going to buy something, especially if it's expensive. If it's something that's maybe like $10, $20, okay, maybe. But if it's something that can't count, that costs like over a thousand dollars or more, no, it's going to take a little bit longer to convince that follower to become a customer. And that's where it's very crucial to get them on an email list so you can nurture them and then get their trust and just continue speaking to them offline. So again, it's just really important for you to understand that company's goal. Okay, now the next thing that you should know is that all social media platforms need to be fully optimized so they can be found in search. And again, depending on the social media platform, some are easier than others to um, use SEO. Like Instagram is just one of the hardest platforms to really search things as opposed to like TikTok or even Facebook. It's just easier to find things um, in those social media platforms. But no matter what, you should try your best to fully optimize all the different platforms, especially, for example, if your business that you're working for has a physical location, you definitely want to include on like on Instagram in the bio area, their physical address, their, maybe their email or their phone number, include hours of operation if there's room, the type of business that they have, just make it really clear that when if someone brand new lands on your page, your social media page, that you really understand what this business is about and why they should follow that account. So it's something else that you really need to consider as a newbie is just make sure that all social media platforms that you manage are fully optimized. Okay, now number three is that all posts, no matter if it's a short form video, image, quote, carousel, or paid ad, should include some type of call to action. That's very crucial to get your audience to do what you need them to do. So some examples might be like, go to the link in bio to download this uh, blueprint on how to become a social media manager. Or if you'd like to learn more, make sure to follow or follow for more. Another example could be get your discount by clicking this button or going to the link in the bio. Or another example would be share with a friend. So it, there isn't a right or wrong answer. Again, it just depends on your main goal for that season. So again, just be really familiar with what the goal is 
And then that's how you'll determine what type of call to action to include in any of your posts. The next thing that you should really understand about social media is that as a social media manager, you are pretty much the community slash customer service component of the business. And this has evolved and changed over time. I know years ago when I first started social media, you never really thought of of the social media manager as like a customer service representative. Um, Usually you had those, you know, at the front desk where if you had any issues, you can just tell your follower, oh, call this number or email here for more information, which you can still do now. However, Right now, people are very impatient, especially on social media. They want an answer now. And me personally, being on the brand side and managing accounts and being and working in businesses where we've had customers that, I guess, I wouldn't want to say sensitive, but are very vocal, I guess, of the, and they really want everyone to know, like, they're opinions about that business or maybe they had a bad experience and really want to you know talk really bad about your business um believe me they will and they'll leave really nasty comments or send you a really nasty direct message and that's where as you're as a social media manager you're pretty much the community manager you're the customer service representative representative and you need to nip it in the butt like right away because if not that post or that comment can go viral and it could go viral for the wrong reasons so it's very important to always be on top of uh, what your audience is doing what they're saying about your brand especially as soon as you post something um, right after you post maybe within like a two hour frame if you can't stay, you know, in the platform, monitoring everything, come back maybe every 15 minutes for the first two hours, just to see what people are posting, commenting, um, if they're liking your post, because again, um, you just want to make sure you're ahead of it in case there's an issue. Um, I had this one company that I worked for, where we kept getting a lot of complaints about the customer, um, a lot of complaints from the customers on our service, our product. And as a social media manager, you might think, well, that's not my problem. I'm just here to post and make things fun. But no, you have to become very knowledgeable of the products and services of the company that you're working for, because you need to be able to provide them with answers or at least guide them in the right um the right place so if they would ask like oh what are your hours of operation or what's the price on this I was able to answer the question at in a very professional and friendly manner and then provide them with links to certain pages on the website that maybe they weren't able to find or maybe I hate to say this but they were lazy (laughs) to look for and you can just help them you know be like here give them the information and then provide them with the link and then just thank them for their message or their comment or there's been times where they're really upset and they want to speak to a manager and pretty much you need to ask them like what happened what's wrong and then let them know that you're really sorry that they had a bad experience never take 
full responsibility because you don't know, especially if you weren't part of the situation, you don't really know what really happened and you don't want to compromise your employer in any way. So just have empathy, um, acknowledge their feelings, listen to them and just um, answer their question or help them as much as you can. If it's something that you honestly cannot um, resolve and you need to get your manager or your uh, supervisor or superior on this call, then I would just let that follower know that you're going to speak to management and that someone will be reaching out to them and just get their phone number and email. And then after that, just make sure to follow up with whoever's in charge of that department or that situation and ensure that it gets resolved right away because that's another thing as marketers, we face is that, yes, we try our best to, you know, we're front facing, we're helping um, our customers and followers, but sometimes we're not the decision makers, you know, we're not the ones that have the final say. And even though we want to help that customer and we want them to have a better experience, at the end of the day, you're probably not the one that's going to prove anything. And who, and that person who is in charge of it, they're probably super busy that they'll say like, yes, I'll get to it, but then they forget. And so it's your responsibility to constantly, um, you know, check back and uh, talk to that manager or director and ensure that they reached out to that upset customer and that they resolved it or um, just get some information from them so you know what happened where it stands because the last thing you want is to get another DM from that same person saying that, Hey, what happened? I thought you were going to have someone call me and no one calls them and then they get more upset and then they create more content that again will affect the company's brand. So just keep that in mind. That's something else that you really need to, excuse me, get more familiar with this, just being more knowledgeable with that company's products, services, and then taking on the role as community manager and customer service component. Okay, and now the last thing for this episode that I believe you should be really familiar with is just reading analytics. Um, the only way you'll know on how to improve your social media content is by really understanding the analytics, like what posts performed better. Um, checking what time you posted stuff, the type of hashtags you used, if you used any hashtags, the type of um, content pillars that you posted for that day, um, impressions, engagement. Um, there's times where you might think like, oh, this, this is going to go viral or people are really going to resonate with this post because you like it, you love it, and you're so proud of it. And then it flops. <laughs> That's happened to me many times where I think I, I did something that's so amazing and cool and no one cares. And then there's times where like I'll do something and I'm just like, oh, whatever. I don't think it's going to, you know, didn't think nothing much of it. And then it gets like thousands of likes and people love it. And so that's the beauty of social media that there isn't a right or wrong answer. It's You're constantly testing things out. It really depends on your social media strategy, on your audience. So it's just really good to really understand 
how to read those analytics. And you can get those analytics from all the different social media platforms. However, a lot of them might not be um, very transparent on a lot of things. So another way to really look into or drill down into the social media analytics is by using social media management tools like Sprout Social, Hootsuite, or Metrical. I've personally used Sprout Social and I've really liked it. I've actually used it with a lot of different employers. It is a little pricey, um, but again, if it's not your business, if it's someone else's business, I would definitely suggest it. Um, and no, they're not a paid sponsor, but maybe someday they will be. Um, but yes, so try to figure out and test different platforms. At the end of the day, they all do pretty much the same thing. But um, it does help to have a social media management tool to help um, really analyze the analytics and see what's performing well in your social media strategy. Okay, like I mentioned again, <laughs> or before, I didn't want to make this episode really long because I still have other things that I want to share with you on reasons why maybe um, you're being overlooked and you're not getting that social media marketing job. So with today's episode, just a friendly reminder, I just wanted you to learn the basic business fundamentals when managing social media accounts for business. So please make sure to really consider everything that I mentioned today. And also, if you'd like additional tips on ways to, you know, improve your chances of getting that social media job, I highly suggest that you go to my show notes and download my guide where I share nine ways to become a social media manager. Or uh, make sure to follow me on TikTok or Instagram. And my handle's at the Latina Travel Marketer, where I share a lot of tips there as well. And feel free to DM me or um, leave a comment letting me know what you would like for me to cover, if this helped, or if you need help in other areas. Because the only way that I'll know how to help you is if you tell me. Uh, So, yes. So, just let me know. But for now, I hope these tips uh, have give you a better idea or an understanding of what you need to know to improve on your social media journey. And again, just make sure to tune in next week when I launch or publish the next uh, part of the series. So episode two of four, uh, today was one of four and, um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it and you learned from this episode and I can't wait to speak to you again next week. Okay. Hasta luego. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another influence with cultura podcast episode. Want more? Head to influencewithcultura.com or go to my show notes to subscribe to my newsletter so you can be the first to know about any new programs and episodes. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review and take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on IG at the Latina Travel Marketer so more kick-ass Latinas and women of color marketers can know about this podcast. If you are ready to up-level your marketing and social media career, I invite you to book a discovery call to see how I can best support you. Now remember, 
you are an asset to any organization and are ready to start that business. You got this. Talk to you next week.